When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, my name is Jim. I am your host. Tonight we have a very special interview um, with who is, I would say, going to become my good friend, Kirsty Krause. Um, Kirsty is a Wisconsin native, now in Nashville, just killing it, um, touring all over the place as much as she can. Um, she's got a new EP coming out um, for everybody. Yes, you can. It is on her website now. You can go buy it. A physical copy. You don't see that very often. So if you want to go have a physical copy of a CD, you can go to her website and get that at the KirstyKrauseShop.square.site. Man, what a what a fun conversation this was. And you'll see um, such a sweetheart Kirsty is. And um, you can really, you really see and hear the excitement she has for what she's doing and the passion. And it's, it's just absolutely fantastic to see. Um, before we get into that, just as a reminder to follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, at Boots and Whiskey Podcast, on Twitter, at Boots Whiskey um, on TikTok at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. You can email me, Boots and Whiskey Podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to be on the show or have any ideas for things coming up. Um, we do have a couple of people we've been working with to, you know, spread some love and spread some brands. We have Dirt Road Scholar. They're out of Canada. They're great apparel shop. Super nice guys over there. Um, as well as Rowdy Roads out of Texas. Um, super sweet, um, super sweet folks over there as well. Um, they do a lot of apparel as well. Go check out their social medias. They're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Um, and I can't not mention my good friend, Amanda at American Grit and Grace. Um, another small, um, small town store that you don't want to miss out. She makes some really great home decor. Um, she can customize pretty much anything you want. Um, tell her I sent you over there, American Grit and Grace. Um, now, without any further ado, my conversation with Kirsty Cross. Hello. Hi, Jim. Hey, how are you? Doing wonderful. Good. Thanks so much for joining me. I know your day has been super crazy. Oh, it's just been a fun, it's been a fun day. Like it's been a busy day, but all good things, good conversations surrounded by good people. So that makes it, that makes it really enjoyable. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I have to ask, and this is super unprofessional and I, I, you know, everybody that listens is kind of used to that aspect of the show. (laughs) But so have I been saying your name properly for the last two, three weeks now? Is it Kirsty or is it Kirsty? Don't e- wait, wait. Both of them sounded the same, but uh, Kirsty, the first okay. one. Okay. Kirsty like Kirsty Alley, Kirsty like Thirsty. All right. 
right, that's what I thought because somebody the was I like, before somebody the said R. to me, somebody, are you sure it's not Kirsty? And I was like, oh Jesus. Well, now I'm now I'm not no. sure. I did let my second grade teacher call me Kirsty all year round, and I I thought it was intriguing as even as a second grader because it like took my unique name to a whole nother level. And I just, every time she said it, I was just like, that's interesting. So I let her call me that all year round. Like it's just a different pronunciation, but as long as the, the point is the I before the R. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause all day I'm, I'm thinking to myself and I'm look I'm trying to, you know, scour the internet for somebody to say your name. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, I'm going to, oh. I'm going to screw this up. She's yeah. going to be so mad. <laughs> I wish they put that on like business pages too, where you could tell people how to pronounce names. Cause on my personal Facebook page, it, it has like a symphonic or phonic spelling of it, right? you know? And like, then you can even push listen. And I thought that was like really helpful. So I was like, I'm jumping on that for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, um, thank, thank you again for, for being on and, you know, coming on as quickly as you have, um, based on our initial conversation. So that's, that's super cool. Yeah, this is, this is great. When you, when you said we could do, um, September, I was like, that works for me. I'm open yeah. this night. I'm in Nashville. I'm at home. Uh, normally we're on, you know, on the road or at home. So this date worked out perfect. It's awesome. It's awesome. So, so what have you been up to? What's, what's been going on? What's your, what's your release? Really- look like what's uh what's coming what's what should we expect coming up here oh awesome i am i'm back in nashville for a little bit and then we're going to go to montana and then florida and then we will be back in nashville and be in wisconsin and um then some florida it sounds like uh for most of the winter so but that's for shows Uh, of course i now that things are opening back up i am totally open to traveling anywhere and and taking the show uh to new cities as well so i'm just just trying to take all of that in and um as far as music goes i have this my baby this record my debut record yes you can then songs will be dropping so lots of marketing conversations around that uh when we released bird i released an official performance video and now we have t-shirts out with that song that says you don't deserve my bird which is the hook line so that's super fun i partnered with mitch max uh to do that and that was just really cool it's been fun seeing photos come in uh from fans of them wearing the t-shirts and i just got mine in from the mail uh but yeah now is more music to be out and then after that getting in the studio to record i probably have 300 songs for like the next batch of stuff that i've just been writing since we completed the record so i'm just really excited but also feel daunting deciding songs so i have some ideas maybe having fans involved to help choose songs uh but we'll we'll get into that <laughs> yeah well, that's later fun. we'll we'll get into that later but i just say keep your eyes on the on the youtube and social media that's awesome that you know it sounds like you have like a whole a whole oh, no. thing ready to go yes no what did so- you just say I said, it looks like you have everything that you would need ready to go for, you know, the, even the next, the next thing and the thing after that. 
Have I lost you? I'm just going to stand right next to the router and see if that helps. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's been one of those things lately where, you know, the internet, you know, whether it's me, whether it's the guests, it's there's always some sort of glitch in every episode, which is you know starting to become come relatively, you know, the thing we do here. Well, I did just notice that there was a bag, a giant bag put in front of the router. And I can't stress it enough being somebody who I feel like I know a little bit more about live streaming because of the pandemic. And we did a lot of that. Um, yeah. I know how crucial it is to give that box some space um, <laughs> and let it work. So I think I moved the big bag that was in front of it. <laughs> well, let's let's hope there's no more uh glitches here um and we can c- continue the in-depth conversation absolutely um so you have a lot of stuff going on um from the sounds of it and the looks of it you've been at this for quite some time oh yes i mean Full-time now for five years. I've been living in Nashville for four years. I'm coming up on my anniversary October 3rd. So I'm super excited about that. Um, But ever since April 14th, 2016, I've gone full-time with music. And I like know that date because that was one to celebrate. Um, But I started singing when I was like two years old. I jumped up on picnic tables. I kind of just always gravitated towards music stuff, taking requests, um, talking, singing, just the loud, obnoxious child I was. And then I got into theater and I was like six years old and I started getting solos at five and it just kind of snowballed from there. I did dance and piano and voice lessons and then eventually started writing songs at 12 and picked up the guitar when I was 15 and always knew Nashville was going to be the destination for me, like the place where I go to settle down and and have that be home base. Um, but as you know, we're on the road a lot, so settling down is is means different to me than maybe somebody else. But right. home base is Nashville. I always knew that it was going to be that, and that's awesome. So, since you've been in Nashville, what has what has your career done in the last four years that it wasn't doing uh, prior to that? Good question. I actually have had some crazy pinch me moments lately. I I don't know if it's because I've reached the four year threshold, you know, because they <laughs> I feel like you have after three years, people start to see you as like, OK, cool. Like you've been in town and you're not going anywhere and you're doing this and you're doing all the things. So now they start taking you like seriously without you even saying anything kind of thing. That's like the unwritten what's going on. You know, but now I have artists like female artists that I respect or that are doing their thing and have a good social media presence. Like they're coming to me and asking to write even artists that are coming from like Canada for a week and a half. Right. Or, or a week. They only have so many days in town and they're like specifically messaging me to set up a write. And I'm kind of like, wow. Is this happening? Like, That's how did awesome. this happen? What? What is it? Because I've just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just all the building blocks of being in town and having that presence, but also like, I, I am like songwriting is equally as much of a bucket for me and an outlet as performing. 
And so I just think that's really cool that an artist that's out there doing everything they can to obviously have that as their career, they want to spend time with me to write. And um, now writing with other artists has been super rewarding to see their reactions to the song. So I think that was something that just happened organically since I've been in town. Um, and that's way, like way cool for me, like to hear an artist perform a song that we wrote together in a round, like I light up every time. Yeah. That, that must be, you know, incredible. You know, I, I talked, I've talked to a lot of people and doing the same exact thing that you're doing, you know, the performing, the songwriting. And I always find it fascinating when, you know, writers hear other performers or artists play their songs. Yes, I absolutely. It is, it is crazy. And it's also like, I'm thinking about so many things right now. It's also really cool to be known by a song. Sure. So I've had someone maybe like not remember that they met me and, and I didn't quite, you know, remember like you kind of look familiar, but then I went on stage and I played, I think for this song, it was like, it was called self-sabotage, which is not out anywhere, but I've, I've sang it on a decent amount of live streams. And so my like core thirsties would know it, but, um, they were like, I sang that song and, and this girl was like, Oh, I've definitely met you because I remember that song. And I was like, wait, what? That's a cool sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Let me soak that in for one second. So I haven't won, you know, any big awards or I haven't been like on uh, like the CMT, like uh, development program, which would be amazing. All of those things would be amazing and be named next women of country. And that's the path we're going out, going down. Um, but I think to start having the network that I do is all because I live in town yeah, and now, the opportunities of shows and certain yeah. shows because oh, I live in town. So yeah. would you say there's, there's a certain spot in town that is, you know, kind of pushed your songwriting and your songwriting ability to that level that people see you or know you or hear you and want to reach out to you? Um, I guess like the hip, the hip spots. Yes. And I really do feel like I, I, at this point, I want to go back to these artists and ask them if they're performing them. Cause I like, I don't know how I'm getting these random requests from artists that are all over the world, like coming in or my favorite from the UK, Harriet Rose being telling somebody that she would love to write with me. Like, what is that? Because they just heard me sing my songs I don't know but I I find that awesome because I have equal respect for anybody that's just going after their dream much less in my same industry so I think that's I think that's cool but there's 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 spots that I go and hang out and make sure to play and make sure to frequent enough and then leave town for a while and then come back to uh, so having those certain showcases and being able to play at like the, the live Oak or the, the, the local, the listening room, uh, those are really special places to the Nashville community. And the fact that I've can tell you that I've played the listening room five times in this past year, when we've been fighting with like the Carly Pierce's of the world has been <laughs> insane to me. Like what been insane to me, but I keep putting it out there and saying it out loud and talking about it right now with you, like just keep putting it out there that hopefully that's just the regular thing, you know? 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's definitely got to, you know, there has to be a grind to anything you love to do, you know, to get to wherever you want to be. Yes. And I can't stress enough that there's so much behind the curtain stuff that happens. I can't, you know, like I've had a second cousin reach out to me and be like, so you're rich now, right? Because you, you do music. And I'm like, no, it's not really how it works. You know, like, (laughs) um, there's so much building blocks in and a team and that and just emails like getting back to the emails and finding the best processes over things I think if you just work smart and keep your nose to the ground it can be a lot of hours but you will see results yeah you know and and I've even you know I'm in no way shape or form at the level you are you know with your career but even doing this like I've found myself you know constantly emailing and you know I feel like, you know, because of what I'm doing, I feel like I'm bothering people, but it's it's the way you get noticed. It's the way you, you know, you make other people realize you're serious about whatever you're doing. Absolutely. And like I always refer to it as it, it, it any person that's putting a small business together and trying to get out there. Like it's the same as when you put a flower shop up on the corner of your you know, your small town, like you have to tell people what you're doing. You have to, whether it's promotions or like gathering emails for your email list, like it's how else are you, how else are they going to know about it? You have to tell them about it. Right. Right. Exactly. And you know, it, it's gotten to the point where, you know, I'm sure my, <laughs> my Facebook friends and my, you know, personal Instagram and all that stuff, all, all of my followers and friends on there are probably sick of seeing every, everything to do with the podcast. But you know what? They at least they know about it. They know about it. And, you know, after at least five times of hearing it, they probably tuned in at some point. Yeah. You I know mean, what I mean? Like, right. Even if it's even if it's just to shut me up and by saying, hey, why haven't you listened to it yet? <laughs> Yeah, but you'd also be surprised too. I feel like I've had people come up to me and be like, "I follow you on Facebook," you know, like, and and I to me it feels like out of the blue because I've never maybe seen them like anything or right. And I pay attention. I I feel like I'm very uh, involved with with uh, making those connections and and seeing like, you know, getting to know people and I it's it sometimes takes me back when I hear from somebody like that, that maybe I don't see the engagement on social media, but, but it's cool to hear that they're following, that they're seeing the journey. Absolutely. You know, and I, I, you know, to, to piggyback on your point, um, you know, I've seen the same thing where it's like, I'll get messages or or likes and be, you know, and I'll say like, Oh, Hey, thanks so much or whatever. And they'll be like, Oh yeah, you, you know, I, I've been following you right along and it's, this is great. And it's like, Oh, Cool. You know, yeah, sounds awesome. good. Awesome. Uh, so, so speaking of following and building careers and all this, um, I have to, I have to bring up the little rivalry we kind of have. I, it's not a rivalry actually at all. It's, <laughs> we're not even at the same level, but you've got a little bit of a podcast uh, going on too. Yes. Yes. I, um now we have five we have five people on the team as hosts we just added another one karen which is an artist out of canada which is so cool because i feel like i've been connecting with a lot of canadians and that's like another another level to to be in part of that community too but um i'm a host on the backstage pass powered by the sports guys podcast so 
I, yeah, get to interview artists and be on the other side as well and, and check out their music. You know, I don't have like the say of who comes in, but I'm telling you the artists that have, we've been able to speak with has been amazing. Like Pam Tillis and Lindsay L. And um, yeah, today it was Mr. Golden, uh, like, you know, William Lee Golden and the Goldens and they're bringing a lot of music out that it's reimagined. So we're celebrating that with them and the sticks. I mean, it's crazy, crazy yeah. to me. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny because when I started this, like I kind of scoped out the country music podcast scene and it wasn't, it was scarce. So it was like, you know, why not? You know, and then once you get into it and start rolling, you know, there, there really only is a handful of us that are, you know, constantly doing something. And I find You're that absolutely right. Yes. I find that very interesting, especially the way country music has exploded as a, you know, quote unquote pop culture phenomenon over the last decade or so. You're right. Yeah. The genre the genre has expanded so much and uh you you really like looking into it. You're talking yeah, just a handful. Like it's crazy. You wouldn't think so, but um I'm I'm grateful for that and for boots and whiskey podcast for having me on and <laughs> also course. like all of these brands that are developing that are in support of females. Yeah. I mean, we just have Lainey Wilson that just got number one. And I feel like the wave is coming, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny you say that because I think you're right, especially by doing this, you know, I've, I reach out to artists and, bands and all that all day long right and I can't tell you the amount of positive reception feedback I get from the women of this genre than I do from the men you know good to hear yeah and and like nothing I'm not knocking the guys you know I gotta I have a lot of guys that have come on or gonna be on and you know they're all great it's it's the female artists that are so quick to reply back and be like, yes, I want to be on the show. When can we do this? I love that. That makes me happy. That makes me feel like go us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're, I, I think that there are a lot of females in this town that, I mean, we're all like setting the bar for each other, which is another cool dimension of living in Nashville. We're constantly like, hey, how did you make this graphic? Or how did you do this? Like full on just like growing together but um so many women are killing it right now and it's good to see and hear that they're being really responsive too yeah you know and, and it's it's almost shocking in a way you know as as a fan you know prior to this you hear all the time about how you know women don't get their their due in country music and i agree with that a hundred percent so i always thought going into this that women the women female, the female artists would be the ones with a lot of pushback, you know, because, because they're trying to work harder, you know, as it, as it sounds from a fan's perspective to, you know, make it, Yeah. you know, but it, it's been really great that it, that it ha- hasn't been that way. So, you know, I, I can't thank you enough for, for being here and, you know, telling your story. Oh, thank you, Jim. Of, of course. course. Of course. I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm here tonight. And you're really easy to talk to. You know, I, I tell everybody like, I'm just, I, you know, I want to be the Joe Rogan experience of country music where you just come on, talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. And 
have you know, a your voice your voice kind of sounds like him a little bit so i can <laughs> see that too you have like some tonations that he has you know i if i i just need to have his money and we'd be all set. there you go yeah and then share a little bit with me so i can <laughs> absolutely get in the studio as often as possible <laughs> <laughs> so you know not not you know not to get too off course here but how did you get into the whole backstage pass thing okay so it's actually funny i was being interviewed and he at the time was doing like these funny questions at the end like rapid fire is what he calls it and at the time he was like if you didn't do music what would you want to do and i was like well let me tell you i always got a you know i always knew i was going to get a business degree because i knew that my job was going to be having my own business and singing and talking to people like that was just my thing. And he was like, Hmm. And I I could see like a light bulb kind of go off. And so I was like, similar to like what you're doing or maybe even, you know, you Natalie at the Opry helping Bobby bones out with the Opry live streams, like stuff like that. I would totally love to do hosting things or Kelly Pickler show, uh, Kelly Clarkson, like things like that. And he was like, huh, well, let's talk after the show. So then he uh, texted me and we just kind of talked about it. He's like, what would you think about this? And I was like, whoa, that's, that sounds actually perfect. Like a perfect stepping stone for me to be on the other side. And I have just been loving it. I feel like I was shy at first, not shy. I was just, I told him, I'm going to hang back a little bit, but just listen. I want to take in the way you ask questions and your, your format. Cause I really do appreciate it. And I thought, I think that they do a really good job. Uh, so I told him, I was like, I just want to hang back just a little bit for a while. Just take in how you speak. Cause I really liked the, the way that he did that and the way he ask questions and then kind of like ask the question again and circulates. It gives, it gives the person that you're interviewing a second to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know, I, I kind of get a lot of crap for not asking more questions and talking a lot more during some of these uh, conversations. But like, I, you know, I used to say at the beginning of the show, like I have no questions for you, you know, until (laughs) something comes up, you know, I mean, now after I've done this, couple of times like I have questions in my brain yeah going in but it's not you know I I hate interview shows that are like you know what's your name where you're from absolutely you know it's it's just so disingenuous and and boring right and sometimes you could be in a full-on conversation and then realize like then if you go to ask another question then it's like were you even listening to what you know what I mean it didn't feel it feels like abrupt or something and so I, I definitely think it's good to have questions ready to go. But then like when you're talking to an artist, sometimes they can pull you into a totally different realm. Right. And that and that's, you know, I'm I kind of prepare for not knowing what's what's gonna happen or what's gonna good. be said. And I, and I love that. You know, I love yeah. the I love that each interview is is different. You know, and Absolutely. It's, you know, whether it's the personality or song qualities or, you know, whatever. Yes. It's just... You couldn't have said it better, the personality. I feel like as letting it's all about letting the artist personality shine and you know I had to like just take all that in and and I think it's really cool when when we are able to do that and just if they want to talk on a question for a while like let them go yeah that's that's why people are listening in because they want to hear more about the artist 
Right. And, and like for me doing this in this format, um, it also makes me more of a fan, if that makes sense, you know, because I feel yes. like, you know, I, I, I have no problem and no bones about saying it. Cause I say it about everybody. You know, I feel like I've made a friend after the hour. Yes. Uh, where it's, and then I go back and I listen to their music and it's like, huh, that's my friend's song, you know, like, yeah, you know, like you know them more. Right. And, absolutely. Right. When, when you get to have the conversation with somebody and like, you know, hear, hear their soul come out of them and then listen to the music, it mm-hmm. all makes sense. Yes. I love that. I got to go to the uh, Nashville Entrepreneur Center tonight because the Academy of Country Music was hosting this series with uh, Creative Nation. And they were essentially highlighting Steve Mokler and his story and how he has chosen to do the big stages. And then he chose to take a step back from that and do more of like the independent artist route where he goes and, and does like house concerts essentially and writes very specific songs for people. And, you know, it, it was really cool to hear his story and his path and how he got to that place, this place now choosing what he wanted to do. And, and it just like back out, back out a couple steps it's like success means so much different to everybody and it's cool that he found his and just leaned into the things that he loved about the about the industry or about the tasks that he had to do and i i thought that was it was just perfect to listen to and go to yeah, I mean, absolutely. I I love things like that. Where you know, my that's wife why and I, I live in Nashville. Right. That is why I live here. To, absolutely. To go to events like that. You know, my wife and I went to Nashville for our honeymoon, and we wanted so badly to get into the Bluebird, but we just mm. had had other things going on. You know, and that sounds awful. Like I had something more important than to try to get in the bluebird on a Tuesday night, but that's not, <laughs> it's just how it's things... hard to get into. It is. And like you know... for, I will give a little snippet, like for any listeners, if you really want to get into the bluebird, you, your bet, your best bets are to message whatever artists are performing that night <laughs> directly. If you know, and right. ask them if you can be their plus ones. Cause it's so hard to get in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, that was the thing. And it's like, you know, we were like, you know, do we, do we blow a hat an afternoon standing in line in hopes that we get in or right. do we do the things we want to do? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I find it interesting, you know, especially you see documentaries or, you know, shows like, or, you know, whatever that highlights these things. And then you see these songwriters that have written these songs that, you know that and that you think you knew who wrote it because you know whomever sang it and then you hear the stories and it's like damn this song gets gets even better yes absolutely i have i've heard travis meadows sing riser and i remember that being a moment he's one of three writers including steve mokler and i remember hearing him and like the pain and like all everything that from his voice he's he had been through a lot to write that song right and i was like wow that has so much more meaning or hearing laurie mckenna sing humble and kind totally different experience yeah yeah and you know i'm i'm lucky enough to live in the laurie mckenna uh part of the world 
Yeah. Um, so she's up on the like uh northeast part. Yeah, yeah. She she's from the Boston area. Okay, I was gonna say like Connecticut, Connecticut, Vermont. Where is that? <laughs> yeah, she she's in our area, and okay, you know, so she she pops up all the time, and it's you know you hear her sing the songs that that you already know, yeah. and you go, huh, that was that's your song, and it's like it it just makes even more sense. Yes, absolutely. And I, I hope, I can only hope to have moments like that in my future. Well, I'm, you know, with what you've done already, I can only imagine what more you have up your sleeve. I'm sure that's, that's going to be a conversation <laughs> at some point <laughs> in your, in your career. Oh, Jim, I just plan on keep on writing songs. <laughs> that's, you know, they keep, keep on doing it. Yes. Um, so I want to talk about you performing and you performing live. Okay. Um, where do you like, wh- if you had to choose a spot to play live for the, for the, for the rest of your time, where would that be? Hmm. I'm going to go pretty broad on you. I love Florida and my home state, Wisconsin and Nashville. Like, yeah. Obviously, if I just had a residency at the Opry, I would just be in Nashville, you know, coincidentally all the time. So I right. can just walk up, be like, yes, guys, I'll, I'll come over. No problem. <laughs> I got this. Uh, like, just let me choose an outfit. Um, but yeah, that's those are kind of the that whole strip is is where I've been and focused. I, I spend a lot of time in Florida. They really celebrate original music especially in key west and so that's been so much fun um through focusing on florida through the pandemic and and kind of going down there and playing safe shows outside you know where people felt comfortable um i'm now on the lineup for the saint augustine songwriters festival coming up and that's like uh, october 24th so i'm super excited to be a part of the lineup as a songwriter and and kind of have my first real introduction to be like, hey, guys, I'm in this community, you know, like, let's let's rock and roll. And then right after that, going down to the Key West for the Meeting of the Mind Songwriter Festival, which is essentially a bunch of trap rockers who are songwriters that just do music full time and, and travel and celebrate and go to their convention. So I'm I'm really excited to meet a lot of those people. I feel like a lot of the people in that community are very present. They do a big focus of doing music full time and, and where a lot of us are just in the same space doing the same thing. So I really like being down there. That's awesome. Now, when you, when you do that, when you go on these um, shows and do these things, are you full band? Are you by yourself? Do you have a, is it a duet? Yeah. Uh, for the songwriters festival, it's it's more like rounds. Yeah. Um, and so that's so that will look like I never do solo shows. I love the idea of sharing uh, the stage with somebody creatively and also having them play my intricate guitar parts that I write, but uh, maybe not able to play myself. And so having somebody else on stage to help me express the song exactly how I want it to is been a huge blessing. So I'll travel as a duo or a two, you know, Nashville artists 
coming to town. And that way it's, it makes it cool where we can go back and forth. That's awesome. It, and it makes it, I'm sure, more fun to travel. Yeah, it's like it's a show fun. then too. And obviously someone to help uh, set up and, and, and all the things. And so that's, that's been really fun. And then now I have a list of like a guys and, and so on of band members that I will use for when we would go down and play like the South Florida fair or like uh, the strawberry fests of the world or the concerts in the park. I, I tend to hang out in those kind of places. I love the idea of playing music and, and doing more like a showcase set. That's like two hours and, and then, and then get to meet everybody. That That's cool. That's super cool. Yeah. Now, that's, I was just saying, that's my happy place. That's like, that's kind of shows I like to do. Yeah. That, I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun, you know? So I, you know, by all the, you know, information I've tried to collect and all that, I've noticed that you've been playing quite, quite a bit recently with uh, a guy that's actually going to be on my show, on the show here. In, in a October. Of yeah. Rob, Rob Riser. Yes. Rob Riser. And so how, how did that whole thing come to be? Yeah, I actually met Rob is an incredible guitar player and he has so many guitars and he is basically has all of PRS guitars, which I, I really uh, that's a very well respected brand for guitars. Yeah. Uh, so getting to play some of those has been cool. But I actually met him for the first time at Tootsie's January of 2020. And right before everything shut down, it was in the middle of winter. And that's kind of when everything slows down in Nashville. It's like right around the holidays and right after. And then it picks back up like the second week of January. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go to Jitsi's and I'm going to do this audition thing and, and play, you know, three songs with the band so I can just say I did it. I'm very <laughs> much like a bucket list kind of person, like. Got to do that. Like, got to play a meat raffle. Got to play like, <laughs> the random things I get excited about. Yeah, got to play the rodeo. Got to yeah. play. Yeah, rodeo is on my list. I haven't played a rodeo yet. Uh, Banana Pudding Festival. I know it's on my radar. I know that there is one. Someone told me about it, and I need to find it. It's like in rural Tennessee, but I will play it because I'm all about it, and I love banana pudding. But um. Yeah, so I met him at Tootsie's, and then that day they were like, okay, great. Like, do you want a job here? Like, sign sign some paperwork. And I was like, you know, I just kind of came to check it off the bucket list. <laughs> um, but thanks. So that, that kind of was it. But we had exchanged information that day. And then fast forward to April of 2021. So uh, just this past April, I came back into town from – a Florida tour and was like, okay, well, Nashville's opening up. It's starting to look like people are coming downtown again. Uh, season was just a little late in starting. Normally it would start like during St. Patrick's Day weekend. But um, yeah, so people started coming and visiting town. And so I was like, I'll just go downtown and play some acoustic shows. Well, then I got introduced to the app. There's like almost 400 musicians in this app for the Tootsie circuit and playing shows downtown. And 
I just kind of sent like a message out to everybody because it automatically does it. But I like created my own version of that message, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what's up, guys? Mac invited me to the party. Like I can sing female stuff. Let me know, you know, like happy to be connected, whatever. So it's he then um, recommended me on the app and then like a week later texted me uh, once things picked up even more and he was able to bring on like a second uh, per- lead person. So a female essentially. Otherwise if it's slower, they would just do like one voice in front, but yeah. he was like, Hey, you want to play this show with me? And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. So I came down and played and he thought I was a big dork and, but I guess I passed. So he kept asking me to do shows. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, cause you know, I, you know, I watched you guys go through New York and all that. And like, oh it, it was great. It, you know, just seeing the interactions, it, it was just really great. And like hearing, you know, his guitar work and your voice just, it just really, really works really well. Uh, New York was, I, I'm honestly getting emotional thinking about it. Like it was the best trip ever. I've never been to that part of the country. I've never seen buildings like that. <laughs> from the colony days like that blew me away blew me away i am from wisconsin so we just don't have that old of buildings like maybe a schoolhouse you know here and there from like those days but that's that was just so cool to see well i i know some great spots here in boston that you should definitely try to get to and then you'll see all kinds of old yes and like loretta's last call i uh, actually know quite a bit of people in oof. the boston area that i've been gathering some info but if you have anything to share yeah. you know I'm Loretta, loretta's is you know loretta's is the i don't i hate to say it this way the showcase it, band place i don't right? want to say show yeah show it is the it's the Tootsies of Boston, if, okay. if you can compare the two. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I've stepped foot in Tootsies and being the, you know, country music historian, you know, yeah, person that I am, like, I get I get chills walking into that building. Yeah. Oh, my and, gosh. So many and people. I don't, and I don't have a, you know, musical inclination in my body. And I, it, it was just chilling. So I can only imagine it's what it's like there. to right i love uh, like the rooftop stage it's pretty good space up there and there's a picture of like martina bride right next to the stage and that was that was cool just to have all of those pictures and the headshots like all over the wall right next to you while you're singing that's yeah pretty nostalgic yes but the honky tonk the honky tonk of of boston yeah yeah you know and you know i kind of i jokingly say it but you know when you think country music you don't necessarily think boston um, but over the last 10, 15 years, country music in this city has just exploded. You know, it's, uh, it's really been a, a hub for a lot of artists. Hmm. Yeah. It's that. been really, you know, it's, I mean, Kenny Chesney has come and sold out Gillette stadium where the Patriots played for the last decade. You know, it's, well, yeah. you know, it, it, it doesn't make sense, but it works. Well, I may have to, you know, make some stops there and then go up to uh, upstate New York and just do more of that. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of places up in New Hampshire, too, that, you know, that's a little more. um, How do I how do I say it nicely? A little more redneck (laughs) than than Boston would be. Um, But, yeah, it's all around. You know, this this whole area is is really becoming 
great. You know, we have a lot of really great local country acts that are just really killing it in the local circuit. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones. That's often how I find uh, venues. You're talking about like working with uh, booking or promoters, or and I do a little bit of that, all non-exclusively. But my, I myself, I'm like. I see, you know, people from that area, let's say Alyssa Coulter, right? And I'm like, oh, she's playing a cool place. I forward that to myself and then add it to a spreadsheet and mine it, like just find it that way through artists. So I may have to ask you about some artists up there in the local area who are killing it and I can take a look at where they're playing. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and and, you know, a lot of them have been on this on the show and will be on the show in the coming coming weeks and okay you know Lissa's one of those people that is that has been slated for a while but our schedule are just not lining up properly um so it's I'm excited to talk to her because she's you know you're not the first person that's not from here that has been on the show that has mentioned Lissa's name Oh uh, yeah, I know that she has just some um, amazing ties back home. Like she goes home often. Uh, she's still very involved with her hometown radio station. She definitely does it smart in that way um, to to stay connected. And so it's a beauty. And like she goes out of her way to make good connections down here with people and have good relationships. So she deserves any people bringing her yeah. name up for recognition is because she makes those connections. Yeah. She's, she's definitely working hard, you know, it's, Yes, you know, and being a local, like you, you follow her, you know, you, Absolutely. Uh, you see what she's doing and, you know, I got to give her a lot of credit because a lot of the artists that I've had on are kind of because of her, because she has posted this or that. And, you know, I just, I've gotten to the point, Kirsty, I'm not going to lie to you. I just don't care. I'm going to ask everybody, you know, and, whoever says yes is is next on the list absolutely that's how you do it though like you don't know it's going to be a no until you just ask right and a no could just be a no for now <laughs> right exactly and you know that works <laughs> i've i've reached out to some bigger names that are like you know let's let's see what happens in a in a couple months after you know x amount of episodes and it's like fine i'll i'll email you again i don't care right perfect yeah. So let's talk a little bit more. Um, so I don't take up your whole night cause I'm sure you got way more, way more stuff to do today. Um, but when you hit the stage or you're out and about, what is, what is the boot of choice for Kirsty? Ooh, well, I have these really comfortable heeled Timberlands that a, stylist helped me pick out like a year after I moved to town and I still rock those. Uh, they are so comfortable, even though they look maybe not comfortable, <laughs> but Timberlands are just, they're great. And then I have a cowboy outlets, which is my clothing sponsor in Denver. They have amazing boots and that are rompers or Stetsons, those kind of brands. And I've been able to, pick out kind of my style. So that has been awesome to have. I mean, they even, they have something on their website where it's like a tab and it says the Kirsty Krause collection. So oh, if anyone's awesome. wondering about shoes that I'm wearing or stuff that looks cool, it's probably because of the cowboy outlets and they have that whole collection on their website. That's so cool. Yeah. That was 
that was fun. And it's always fun to go out to Denver and, and essentially they're like, okay, look around, like figure out what, what you want for this, this next season. Wow. That's, that's super cool. Like that's almost like when you know you've made it, when you, when you've got, you know, a clothing um, option to be like, here, take what you want. Oh yes. The, I, I definitely felt like a whole nother level of, extra special because there was you know a stylist that literally sat with me for like five hours and we went through that entire (laughs) warehouse and options and options and they they really put time into helping me like figure out what my items were going to be and what stuff I could wear you know multiple times and on the road and for shows and for uh you know radio station interviews and stuff like that that was that was really special wow that's super cool that's awesome yeah. So now my always my second part of this question is what is your whiskey choice for you? Do you oh, have a whiskey choice? I don't. That's I okay. don't. Um, you know, I did go through a phase of Jim Beam back in the day. Uh I, but other than that. I don't I've I've never gotten into whiskey being from Wisconsin I very much did my whole craft beer spectrum I think I ended on like a double IPA but nowadays I pretty much sing I sing every day or writing and singing in the you know so I'm I'm constantly using that instrument and for me drinking dries it out and makes it harder for me to just naturally have that it come out so i'm just like you know i'm just gonna stick with with lots of water and and tea and flavored whatever but no carbonated stuff or alcohol wow that's that's actually really really fascinating to me because i would uh, you know you just you kind of just assume you know the artist always has a little something in the cup right I, yeah, I mean, I, I do have this funny little cup that I like to bring a lot to shows, but it's honestly one of those massive plastic that you would get at like a country music festival. <laughs> and, and it's from like, yeah, from a country music festival, yeah. this like giant cup with a straw and anything with a straw and it helps like, you know, liquid goes, goes down real quick when there's a straw. So yeah, yeah. I like having that. I, I'll even like open water bottles and pour it into my special cup at shows just so because so, it feels fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so fun. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, man, that's cool. Um, so you've got the new EP that's going to be coming out. Do you have a release date for the full thing? Uh, not set. There's so many like fun marketing ideas that we have been talking about that but that that's the next that's the next step is getting the dates de- the date set and putting that out there um but yeah i don't want to say too much i don't yep. want to be like yeah I, you don't want to tell me january and it's right you know, <laughs> uh you know how that goes yeah i sure do now do you have any plans to release any more singles before that comes out or is this what what's out is what's out until that comes out for sure there's going to be another single okay and um there has been so many internal votes like i 
have loved getting this record out as far as like it's available for purchase on my website right now which is way cool i've literally shipped it to like germany and australia and ireland and all of these countries that i've never even been to but um digitally it's not released yet so doing fun things around having it come out digitally has has been just i like marketing stuff so it's been really fun to talk about but um it's interesting to me that now I feel like a lot of the Thirsties and the OGs have heard it because they were part of the Kickstarter and they got the record in the mail with the t-shirts and all that stuff to hear their take on what their favorites are. And I tell you what, it's it's like not unanimous at all. Wow. And like that could be taken as a good thing and a bad thing, right? But like I I I choose to take it as a good thing. I feel like I've put so much love into this project that I'm really proud of it. And it's way cool to hear like every person has their song or their two songs or three songs that speak to them. And it's like a different top three for everybody. Yeah. Well, that, that's when you know you have a, I th- to me, I think that's when you know you have a really good fan base that actually cares about the music. Yeah, I feel like for sure that and like maybe a well-rounded project. I don't, I yeah, don't oh want to no. like sound bad, you know, saying that, but I, I do feel like this is a snapshot of me and the songs are, they have a general arc of, I think my writing style has me in it no matter what I'm singing about. Like as far as subject wise, you can tell it's like a song I wrote. So I... I think that's cool that yeah. it's it's being well received. So I've heard you say a couple of times you're referring to your fans as thirsties. What, yes. What's that about? <laughs> so because my name rhymes with thirsty, Kirsty like thirsty, I also had a band in the Midwest when I lived up there. We traveled around the Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, and we it was called Thirsty Jones. Thirsty being a name, like a word that I wanted to anchor around. I kind of started writing songs with the word thirsty in it as a joke. Like, uh, And now I have a single that came out in November called Thirsty. So it's just something that I've kind of kept around the camp. But um Thirsty Jones, and then Jones was our band last name. So the, it just kind of happened. They they're, they just kind of became my thirsties. Like, we're all like, you know, we're all here to have a good time. People drink. Like, it just, the whole thing. It's just the whole concept of it. So then I I don't know if it was me that said it first or, or kind of them, but it, it just stuck. That's awesome. That that's super cool. I love when um, fan bases have nicknames for themselves. I think that's that that's a testament to the artist and to the to the um, camaraderie of the uh, of the fans. Yeah, like thirsties. I we have a Facebook group, so it's uh, Kirsty's Thirsties, and it's you can find that right on the on the Facebook page. But um, they there's people that share things in that group and and the whole thing. So it's our, our little community. That's awesome. That's so cool. 
Wow. I, you know, I can't, again, I can't thank you enough for, for sharing your time with me and, and telling me about you and telling all of us about you and what you've done and where you're going. And, you know, I'm super excited to hear more and, and learn more about you. And then when, you know, hopefully when this, when this EP comes out for fully for everybody on all platforms and the reception after that, I, you know, I hope we can talk again and, and talk about what, what is, what that has done and how that has helped you along the way since, Uh, since this conversation. Hell yes. Thank you so much, Jim. Absolutely. It's been wonderful to talk to you and hopefully now if you go back and jam the song, she'll be like, I know her. I I understand her as a human. I'm gonna, you know, I can't, you know, I've, it's even gotten to a point where like, you know, everybody in my, you know, the other two people that work with me in my office are like, you know, I'll play the songs all day and they're like, oh, is this who you're talking to tonight? And I was like, yes, and we're going to play it again tomorrow too. So <laughs> get, yes, used to get it. ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, uh, thank you again for having me. I no, appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good luck with everything. Enjoy everything that's to come. You, you deserve nothing but the best. And uh, you can tell Rob not to be afraid because the questions are going to be a lot harder next time. <laughs> Yeah, I'll prepare him. I'll prepare him for sure. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Good night. Bye, Jim. Good. Bye. Thank you so much. Thanks. Well, there you have it, everyone. My conversation with Kirsty Krause. I can't thank you enough, Kirsty, for being on the show. Thank you so, so much. You're such a sweetheart. I can't wait to talk to you again and hear more about your trips to Florida with the St. Augustine Songwriters Festival and everything else that's coming with that. Also, you can't forget, yes, you can, 11 brand new songs EP available on her website for purchase now. If you don't want to wait for it to be on streaming platforms, it's an actual physical CD, everyone. You don't see that very often. Go and get that. Go pick that up. Uh, Support these independent local artists and these up-and-comers while they're still up-and-comers. And because this girl, I'm telling you, she's going to she's gonna be something big before you know it. Um, so again, thank you, Kirsty. Can't wait to talk to you again. Um, don't forget our social medias, like I said at the top of the show, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can email me at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Thank you all so much. And to my sponsors, Dirt Road Scholar, Rowdy Roads, American Grit and Grace, thank you all so much. It's been a pleasure. And until next time, keep your boots on the ground. Keep that whiskey going in the glass. Thanks, everyone. Good night. <laughs>